Welcome back to the Chris Gates Fitness Podcast. Thanks as always for joining me on this episode. And right off the bat, I want to tell you how excited I am because today is the day coaching applications as of this moment on August 22nd are open. If you're interested in applying for coaching, you can do that right now. And I really want to encourage you to check out my website, uh, my coaching page, the coaching application form. And if you're interested in building muscle, burning fat, uh, feeling more confident, developing healthy lifestyle habits through fitness and nutrition. Um, that is what I do. I work with people all over the world to chase their fitness and their health and nutrition goals. And I would love to do that with you. Um, and this is a really exciting uh, time because you know I open up coaching applications a few times a year. Uh, it, the application is uh, only open for a short period of time when we do that. So Really, there's only a few weeks out of the the entire year where I'm saying, hey, like, okay, now's your opportunity to apply. So if you've been listening to the podcast in the past and it's interested you at all, uh, I'm running a sale right now that is the biggest sale I've ever run and I may not ever do it again. So, you know, if you've been on the fence or interested or, you know, kind of thinking about it but not sure, this would be a great time for you to dive in try online fitness coaching and we can work together to put together a customized personalized program for you to work you towards the exact goals that you have. The sale is 75% off your first month of coaching, which is an absurd deal. Uh, I, 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 I don't make money off of that. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I've, I'm super excited to offer it though, because I, I, I think that it's, a great deal to give people the opportunity to dive into coaching to see what this is like. And um, if you're interested in learning a bit more about what coaching is like, I mentioned it before, there's a link to my coaching page in the show notes. You can check that out to learn more and apply. And also, you know, once you're over there on my website, there is a button in the primary navigation of my website uh, for client testimonials. And I just published uh, a few brand new ones that I think you'll really love to read through. I'll tell you a little bit about them here. Uh, and we can, uh, you know, just to give you an overview and an idea of what some of my clients have been working on, what they've uh, accomplished uh, you know, over, the, over the past six, seven, eight months uh, since we last did a launch for, for coaching applications. But I wrote about uh, my client, Cheryl, who um, has a pretty inspiring story, to be honest with you, because she has dealt with a considerable amount of pain. Um, she has a condition with her spine and her neck that prevents her from doing a lot of different types of exercises and movement patterns. Um, so in her story, we talk a lot about how we've been able to navigate to a set of exercises that really works well for her and has helped Cheryl make a ton of progress. She has gotten unbelievably strong um, and you know, has really kind of removed all of the limits that I think she may have worried about that she had or thought that she had. And I'm super excited to see what type of progress we can make moving forward. But Cheryl's done an amazing job and you can head over there to read more about what she's been up to. I wrote about my client, Eric, who um, is, man, he, he is on a strength program in a nutrition program right now that is helping him get unbelievably strong. 
Um, we've used a couple more advanced uh, techniques for, for Eric in his strength training program. We've used RPE, which stands for rate of perceived exertion, and we've used RIR, which is reps and reserve. Those are two different ways that you can kind of gauge the intensity of your strength training program to make sure that you're challenging yourself adequately to build muscle uh, and get stronger. And uh, Eric has done an incredible job of focusing his attention and his attention to detail on what's required in each session. He's been insanely consistent, um, despite, you know, being a dad, having a career, having all of those things that often we use as excuses for why we're not able to get things done. Uh, Eric doesn't let that be the case. And he has absolutely crushed his program. Um, and again, you know, with, with Eric, I'm super excited to see where things can progress here uh, into the future as we continue working together. And the third story that I published on my website uh, just this week is about my former client, Justin, who came to me uh, at the beginning of this year of 2022. Um, he, he had a goal of running a half marathon for the first time. He also had a goal of losing weight, and he was unbelievably determined in pursuing those goals. Uh, we put a program together to get him doing some strength training so that he could build up the capacity and the strength to be able to run for 13 plus miles and complete his race. Uh, we also got him in a, in a very slight calorie deficit so that he could lose body fat, but at the same time, not be so underfed that he wasn't able to show up and perform well in his training runs and in his strength training sessions. Um, and Justin ended up losing 15 pounds in the process of also completing his half marathon. And, um, you know, when I look at Justin and Eric and Cheryl, what has contributed uh, the most to their success is their consistency and their attention to detail. And, you know, just kind of like, regardless of what the week throws at them, finding a way, finding solutions to get the work done, keep doing the right things most of the time. Um, and when you do that, man, you can make a ton of progress. So I think all three of their stories are really inspiring and you're going to love reading through those. And like I said, they may give you more context and um, details as to how this whole coaching, this online coaching thing works. What happens when we get together and look at what your goals are and how we might put a program together for you and then what that program actually gets built out to be and what it looks like. And then from there, what does the process look like? How do we do, you know, what are check-ins going to look like and how do we continue to evaluate things to make sure that you're moving in the right direction uh, and continuing to pursue those goals that you have. So, um, like I said, I'm super excited for today and for this week. I hope you are too. And and again, the sale, 75% off your first month of coaching is ridiculous. So if you've ever been interested in trying online coaching, this would be a great opportunity to do it. And uh, I hope to hear from you. So that link to my coaching page is in the show notes. Um, and like I said, when you're over there on my website, head to the client testimonials page and check out some of those stories uh, that I just published. And honestly, there are tons more 
uh, in that in that section of the website of of past clients and and even current clients that um, have achieved amazing things uh, based on you know their their work ethic and determination. So I think you'll you'll love reading through those if nothing else. Um, but if they inspire you and you're interested in uh, working together on uh, your own program and working towards those goals that you have, I would love to help you do that. So uh, ends Friday, August 26th is when this sale ends. And uh, like I said, I really hope to hear from you and uh, we can start putting that program together for you. But with all that said, I do have a another mini episode for you in this podcast. Uh, the topic is going to be, why am I not losing weight in a calorie deficit? This is a clip from podcast episode number 56, where we dive into some of the main reasons why you might not be losing weight when you're in a calorie deficit. And uh, you know, a lot of where those start is reasons that you may think you're in a calorie deficit, but you're actually not. So we'll go over like a lot of the mistakes people tend to make and how you can correct those. Um, and also just answer that question. You know, if you, I mean, we've all been there, right? You want to lose weight, but you're frustrated that it's not happening or you've hit a plateau and you don't understand why this episode is going to help you, I think, peel back the layers to everything you've got going on and figure out what's going to be best for you to actually start to make the progress that you're looking for. So uh, I hope this episode is helpful. I hope to hear from you. Don't forget coaching applications today through August 26th. That's Friday, 75% off your first month of coaching. All right, let's dive into this episode. Why am I gaining weight if I'm in a calorie deficit? Um, and this is common. This is something that people get tripped up on a lot because, you know, you're in a calorie deficit or so you think and you're doing everything right, but your weight is not going down. Um, first and foremost, it's important to make sure that you are in a calorie deficit. Okay. Like a lot of times when people say they're in a calorie deficit and they're not losing weight, it's because they're actually not in a calorie deficit, unfortunately. And the best way for you to make sure that you're in a calorie deficit and, and doing all the things that you need to be doing to lose weight and lose body fat uh, is to track your nutrition. Honestly, uh, you know, there, there are a number of ways you can go about dieting and trying to lose weight and trying to get into a calorie deficit, but the most efficient and the most effective and I, I can back this up with years of experience working with my clients on this, is tracking your nutrition at least for a little while to get an idea of what your intake looks like calorie-wise. Um, because if you do that, and if you do it correctly, so that means tracking your nutrition accurately by weighing foods out, measuring foods out when the time and place comes to do that type of thing, making sure you're scanning barcodes, making sure that you're logging the portion sizes correctly, if you're doing all that and you can do that for at least a short period of time, you're going to give yourself a really good look at what your daily calorie intake is. And then from there, it's kind of just simple math. From that point on, um, I often say like reduce slightly, reduce your calories slightly. So if you track one to two weeks, and I would really recommend that you do it for two weeks, don't change anything about your diet, track what you normally eat for two weeks and then take a step back, look at everything that you've tracked. And, and you know, most nutrition tracking apps like MyFitnessPal, it's super easy to just flip through day to day and see what your calories were, what your protein, carbohydrates, fats were. Um, go back and look at that and kind of get a feel for what the average intake for you has been on a daily basis. So you could simply just take a week 
add up all those calories, divide by seven, and that's going to give you a average daily calorie intake. So from there, once you get that average number, it's pretty simple to just say, okay, if I'm going to, if I'm eating this much, really all you need to do is eat less than that. And over time you should see your body weight come down. Um, what I often recommend is like not to go super crazy and slash a ton of calories off of that average intake number that you got. I would more so recommend like taking 10% off of it, you know, uh, and seeing how your body responds. So you, you, you track your normal diet for a couple of weeks, you get that average number, reduce your intake by 10% on a daily basis, and then go for another one to two weeks and see how your body responds to that. And if you lose weight, that means you're in a calorie deficit and you just need to keep going and keep doing the things that are working. Um, so that's the first thing to make sure is like, are you actually in a calorie deficit? Now, the other thing I will say is like, why, okay, so you're not losing weight in a calorie deficit. Maybe your weight is stable or you've seen your weight go up a little bit. Um, there are so many factors that can cause your body weight to undulate essentially, uh, you know, day to day. And, and those day to day fluctuations are really something that trips a lot of people up because a lot of people get down on themselves where you think you're doing everything right. And then you get a couple of weigh-ins, you know, back to back one to two days in a row where your weight's going up and you can't figure out why. So then you either quit or you make rash decisions on, um, you know, what to do and you slash even more calories and then you make your diet unsustainable and you end up quitting two weeks after that. Um, but it's important to understand that like, even if you are in a calorie deficit and you're doing everything right, there may be weeks on end where your body weight doesn't go down and it has nothing to do with whether you're doing things right or wrong. You know, one of the first things that come, comes to mind for this is if you're a beginner to strength training and you're lifting weights while you're in a calorie deficit, um, you actually are very likely going to build muscle while you are burning body fat. And that's potentially going to make the scale go up, right? Because you're losing pounds of body fat, but you're adding pounds of muscle as a beginner. Um, you may see the scale not move at all. And it doesn't mean that you're doing things wrong. It actually means you're doing the thing that most people really want to do, which is build muscle and burn fat at the same time. Um, and this is where, you know, taking body composition measurements, like, like measuring your waist every two weeks, taking progress photos every two to four weeks can be really helpful so that you're not only relying on just the scale to figure out what type of progress you're making. This, the scale is not always the best indicator of the progress that you're making. Um, another thing that comes to mind is stress. This is something that trips a lot of people up is just daily stress. And like, if you're in a period of time where things at home are stressful, or things at work are stressful, um, that can cause your body to hold on to some water weight for a, for a period of time. And again, that, you know, doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It just means life is stressful right now. And, um, you got to deal with that and eventually the stress will go away and eventually the water weight will come off. And, you know, and additionally to stress, stress often leads us to uh, stress eat and, and potentially not manage your nutrition in the best possible way. So like, there's just, you know, hopefully you can take it from, from here that like, there's a lot of different factors that go into whether your weight goes up or down. Um, and it's not always indicative of whether you are or are not in a calorie deficit. But what I would say is start with making sure that you actually are in a calorie deficit and are tracking your nutrition properly. And then from there, 
you can figure out what type of adjustments that you need to make. But if you don't start there, it's going to be really hard for you to just understand those steps that you need to take uh, to, to lose weight and make the progress that you, that you want to make.